Did you know that studies have shown affirmations can profoundly influence your psychological well-being, enhancing self-confidence and reducing anxiety? Here at Positive Birth Australia, we have crafted a 20-minute birth affirmations track filled with soulful, carefully curated affirmations to empower, inspire, and guide you to deeply remember the power you hold within. And to my fellow belly birth mothers, we have created a track specifically for you to honor that all birth is a sacred moment of profound significance. For only $5, you can download and immerse yourself in our affirmations track to transform your mindset in the lead up to birth and during labor, serving as a potent reminder of the inherent power and love you possess. Visit us at www.positivebirthaustralia.com or head to the show notes and follow the link provided to start your journey toward a more empowered birth experience. Welcome to Positive Birth Australia, a podcast created to empower and educate mothers along their own pregnancy journey. Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Sky Marie. Let's get into today's show. Hi everyone and welcome back to Positive Birth Australia. This is my first ever recorded episode so please be gentle on my terrible interviewing skills. My guest speaker Katie Higgs, a girlfriend of mine, is amazing. She's on today to share her beautiful birth story in a hospital environment with the support of a doula. So if you are planning a natural hospital birth this one is definitely for you. Please also bear with me on the sound quality for the next couple of episodes because it took me a little while to figure out that recording in my garage was probably not the greatest choice. Anyway, enjoy this episode, guys. Thank you so much for coming on today's show, Katie. I'm so excited to have you here and you're my first ever podcast guest. Woohoo! So excited. <laughs> Do you want to just quickly tell us a little bit about yourself, like how old you are and where you live and who's in your family? Yeah, sure. So my name's Katie, Katie Hicks. I am, and I always have to stop and think about this now that I've hit 30. It's kind of just, um, I'm 32. 32. I, I always think I'm young. Well, I'm almost 32, so maybe I should say I'm still 31. Okay, 30, 31. <laughs> um, I'm a personal trainer. And I work for Queensland Health. Yeah, cool. And I have a husband, Dan. We've been married four years in June. And uh, we have a beautiful little boy who will be two in July, and his name's Vance. Oh, beautiful. Um, so when you guys fell pregnant with Vance, was it a planned pregnancy or was it a surprise? Um, it was kind of planned, I would guess you would say, but... Um, yeah, like we had started noticing like babies and kids and how cute they were and it was definitely planned that we were going to have kids. But, yeah, it was a – the actual, yeah, conception wasn't planned and it was like, hey, we might have just made a baby then and <laughs> we did. That's too cute. And you guys were obviously really excited when you found out, I'm guessing. Yes. I When I found out, I was so excited. I knew like immediately – I don't know about you, but like as soon as it happened, I was like, 
I was knew I was in my fertile week and I'd yeah. never been not safe before and I just knew. I was like, I'm definitely pregnant. I kept peeing on sticks and they kept coming back negative and I was just certain. So I just kept buying tests and I kept peeing on them. And I think in about like two and a half weeks, I got a very faint positive <laughs> and I was like, oh. I think I'm pregnant. And my husband was just like, Dan was like, if you pee on enough of those things, one of them is bound to come back positive. I'm like, I don't think it works like that. And then the next morning I peed on another one and it said negative. So I was like, I'll just, I'll go get my bloods done. (laughs) And then the doctor confirmed it. So that was nice. I found out really early. So about three weeks I found out. And my husband, when I told him, just bawled his eyes out. Oh, so in a good way, but he had recently lost his mum as well. So I think it was like oh, really no. emotional for him because obviously he would have yeah, loved to have told his mum. But Aww. yeah, it was all happy. Yeah, wow. Um, did you have any complications during your pregnancy or was it smooth sailing for you? I had 100% the most perfect pregnancy. <laughs> don't hate me but I loved it like I loved every second of it I didn't get sick I honestly have never felt healthier and like I found it I don't know more like really inspiring I felt because I was pregnant I needed to be my healthiest and most positive like I was always in a really good mindset Mm. and I encouraged me to do things that I probably would be like "Eh, no I'm not gonna do that today or like Usually things that would I'd be a little bit lazy or relaxed on, it it just made me get out of that and I would do yoga, I would meditate, yeah. I would read, I would, you know, just real self care and Did you take yeah. any vitamins? Pre-natals? Yeah. Yeah, I took um I took a few of like the bioceuticals um yeah. range. So like the Armor Force pregnancy. Uh, towards the end, like I'm talking like 35 weeks, I think my iron started to get a little bit low. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just supplemented like for one week um, and then stopped and and I increased my vitamin C yeah. um, intake and then I felt fine. Like I didn't feel like it was low or anything. But um, yeah. Did you yeah. have an obstetrician throughout that process or were you just seeing a GP? Um, I had a, I had a doula and obviously, um, I had, I was like going through a hospital as well. So once I found the hospital, I kind of like jumped around a bit cause we, I wasn't sure like where they were going to put me. So I had an OB for like one, uh, like one visit and it completely annoyed me cause they kind of just scared me into saying like, Oh, your placenta's low lying. Oh. Um, you're gonna need a cesarean. Oh, really? They wanted me to like fill out the forms then and there. And in my head, I just knew. I'm like, no. Like mm. they did scare me a little bit though, because I was like, what? Like I had never heard of a yeah. low lying placenta. Yeah, and, me neither. You know, I was just like, in my head, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to go ask my doula about that. And and when I did, she pretty much just laughed and was like, I wasn't even that far along. She's like, it will move. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have, you know, scared you like that. And I was like, okay, no worries. And I didn't worry about it again. Yeah. Um, so I didn't go back to them and I, I asked to be moved to the birthing center, which I had three midwives there who were all really And lovely. where was that? So that was at Royal and it was, Royal yeah, the Brisbane. birthing center. Yeah, Royal Women's um, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yes. yeah, I had three lovely midwives. So I would get like one every time I went for an appointment, I'd get like a different one. So, you know, they knew my birth plan yeah. and I had, um, yeah, like with my doula, I had like lessons with her. So like two hour one-on-one lessons with myself and my husband. And she took us all through like the history of birth yeah. and they were really educational. And then we'd practice like hypnobirthing and she would give me homework and I would go home and I would do the meditation yeah. and like the sleep um, relaxation time. And cool. Yeah, it was really, really nice. Like every night I'd put lavender on my pillow and oh, I would like yum. breathe it in and listen to um, my guided meditation. Awesome. Which I found I'd like never slept better. And if I didn't do it, I could tell, like I'd wake up and yeah. feel the difference. I could, I could feel the difference if I didn't do it. Did you have other women around you that had used a doula before? Is that why you chose a doula? Um, I, no, I found her on Instagram. So I think one of the girls I was following must've like shared or liked, um, a post and mm-hmm. I just checked her Instagram out and I loved it. And I thought she followed a few like vegan pages as well, which um, kind of resonated with me because I've had a vegan pregnancy. So yeah. I was like, okay, she's on board with that and she's not going to tell me that you know, I'm doing anything wrong there. So, yeah, I kind of feel like we were aligned a little bit already just from like checking out her page. And then, mm. I, yeah, I just started following her and then we met up for coffee and we clicked and I was like, yeah, I could definitely – you know, see her being there at the birth and because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you get the vibe straight away when you meet someone. Yeah, so. 100%. Yeah, and she was lovely. And honestly, I would not have had the birth that I had um, without her, yeah, like wow. the birthing experience and feeling so confident, I think, with everything that she taught me while I was pregnant. Yeah, because it's so important, it, that prep. Oh, 100% too. And it made my husband a lot more reassured as well. Yeah, because so many people don't realize that the husbands and partners actually need just as much support as we do. Oh, 100%. Otherwise, they're just kind of like thrown into the deep end on the day and they don't know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. So do you want to fast forward to the day that you realized, hey, this this could be labor that I'm in? Yeah, it was... um, Mance's birthday. Oh, day. Actually, I don't know what day it was. <laughs> well, no, it was the 18th, but I was 41 weeks and one day. Oh, wow. So you went to 41 weeks. Were you feeling yeah. super, super impatient by that stage? I was so impatient. Yeah, Pretty I can much imagine. Since, like 39 weeks, I was ready. I was like so eager to meet him. Oh, and I bet. every night I would go to sleep and I'd be like, oh, what's that? You know, <laughs> you get those little tightening. Like I didn't have any Braxton Hicks or anything, but I got mm. like tightness and I don't know, you feel a little you know a few movements and things and you're like oh tonight could be the night and then yeah it's like a total head game (laughs) then you get so disappointed I know but I was I I don't know I felt like I may have even gone to like 43 so when I had a midwife appointment uh the day before I went into labor and she was just like yeah I mean like I don't think it could be like another week or so and I'm like oh okay And then literally the next day. Oh, awesome. Did you receive any pressure from the hospital, though, in that time frame? Because I know once you go over 40 weeks, they can sort of start saying things like induction. Oh, 
A hundred percent. Yeah. I was pretty adamant though, that I was just going to flat out say no. Oh, um, cause you can like, and I think I know that mm. working in a hospital, like I know that I can say no to anything yeah. and I know that they might get annoyed or, you know, they know best. And, but I was, yeah, just pretty confident in the, and I think that they could feel that from me too, because so they didn't give me too much pressure and I think because I was having such an easy pregnancy and I was so healthy and there was no health concerns, they were happy. They said they were happy to let me go to 43 weeks, which oh, I wow. hear is pretty uncommon. Yeah. Um, but even her saying that made me feel like relieved that there was no. Yeah, absolutely. Like there was going to be no pushback from them. Yeah, so, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. So I went home th- feeling good about, okay, they're going to give me time. Mm. I'll see them in another week and then they're still going to give me another week on that. Yeah, wow. That is so amazing because most hospitals wouldn't do that. Do you want to take us back to that first sign of labour? Yeah, I. Um, it was the middle of the night. Of course. Um, <laughs> it usually is, yeah. And um, I just kind of woke up and then when I went to the toilet, I – I think I lost like part of my mucus plug like it just kind of I felt something and then like checked and I was like oh sweet I lost I think that's my mucus plug <laughs> and um I had like trickling so my water's never like broke like a big gush or anything like that it was just more like trickle and, oh, yeah. and I'm like okay and then I started from there to get like little contractions or like surges whatever you want to call them they were just like a constant like wave and then like it would stop but it was very mild Mm -hmm. but because I was so excited like it's so Mm -hmm. hard not to get excited I know it's the worst and so I was just like oh do I wake my husband and I was like no I'll just like wait a couple more hours to make sure that this is like really on yeah and then I think a couple more hours went past and I was like all right I'm gonna wake him (laughs) and so I woke him and I was like we're in labor we have a baby it's so exciting yeah he's like do you think we should message a duel and I'm like yeah because we started timing the contractions on like the contraction counter which is so silly because it tells you to go to the hospital like straight away (laughs) they're the worst they're so bad for your mental game because I remember with mine it would tell me every three minutes like you need to go to the hospital and I was like uh (laughs) I don't know what to do yeah they're so silly do not but you're like you kind of want to time them but like yeah just use like your stopwatch because it's so silly and it kind of does like make you like Dan was like hey it's really telling us like yeah. we should go to the hospital I'm yeah. like maybe just mess it we'll message Moran and Moran was pretty much like this is my doula she was just like stop yeah, doing that yeah <laughs> you're being silly like calm down go it's she, so hard oh, though with first baby because so you do you get so excited yeah and she was just like go back to bed like try and get some rest you need to conserve your energy and I knew that she was right so yeah. I did try and do that but like I didn't sleep yeah. I kind of just got like you know rest I guess and then I think like it was pretty intense like the whole next day so like I didn't really sleep and I was in and out of the shower and Mm. listening to music and I think she didn't even come over like obviously she was like in contact with Dan and Dan was filling her in as to how I was going yeah and we were living at my parents at the time. So I had like the added, like my mum coming in going, oh, like, what's oh, going on? No. Like, you're not having the baby here, are you? Because oh, she no. was afraid that we were going to have a home birth. Oh, my gosh, bless. <laughs> so she That's thought I was so secretly funny. trying to have the baby at home. Oh, no. Um, but Love most it. of the time she left us alone. But 
it was good. And then, like, I think around, yeah, she came probably around 3 o'clock. Yeah. And then that's th- when things were, like, really sort of ramping up. But she still said I wasn't ready to go to the hospital. Oh, so in no. my head I was just like, holy shit, how much, like, more intense is this going to get? Yeah, wow. But, um, and I think I went up to the hospital around 5.30. They, like, that's when, like, I was just like, okay, if she doesn't tell me that I'm ready soon, I yeah. just don't know if I can do this anymore. Yeah. And I think I was even trying to, like, make my contractions seem like they were longer just so she would be like, all right, it's time to go to the hospital. (laughs) What's that full mental game, hey? So how long did it take you guys to get to the hospital from your place? Well, the car ride, we had a 40-minute drive to the hospital, so the car ride was pretty, like, that was my most, like, feared, I think, is the car ride. Had you done any prep for it? I. I mean, not really. Like, I knew it had to be done. Dan was going to drive me. I was, like, in the back seat on all fours. Mm. And I just, I don't know. I It kind of seemed like it went for, like, 10 minutes, really. Yeah. And I probably had oh, a lot of contractions. But it only felt, like, in my mind, it only felt like maybe four on the way there. Which is not that many, but maybe I had more. But you know how, like, your mind is just so mm. – you're kind of in another world when you're in labor and you don't have any grasp on time. Yeah. Had you had any checks at that stage? No. I, that was in my birth plan. I didn't want to have any checks. Oh, so when I got to the hospital, I had a contraction in the car park and then I was like, all right, let's go because I don't want to have one, like, walking up to the lift yeah. or, like, in the lift or anything. And then we got in the lift and I was good. And then I we got to the front of the birthing suite and I had a contraction out the front and it was like really intense. And I remember just like not caring because there was people yeah. in the waiting room and everything. And I just sort of held on to the railing and I just sort of like it was almost like you ride a wave of the like really big contractions, mm. you know. So I was kind of like moving or like almost like dancing. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, okay, you're ready. Come on through. And the suite was really nice. I had like a huge big room all to myself. There oh, was nice. like a big spa bath, a big huge like queen bed, shower, and oh, they wow. had all the lights off and we put some candles around and yeah, I had beautiful. some oils, but I don't remember. I think they had their own oils burning, so we didn't worry about mine. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was just in another world then, so I was, like, ready to get in the tub. I pretty much already, like, started taking my clothes off, and they were like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> I'm, like, getting in the tub. <laughs> and she said, okay, just lay down on the bed. I want to check you. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. you're my midwife. We've had a, a like a few appointments together. You know that I don't want any vaginal exams. Yeah, we. And she sort of looked at me and she was like, "Well, you have to get a vaginal exam before you can get in the water." And I was like gobsmacked because she knew I wanted a water birth, but she knew I didn't want any vaginal exams. So why was she only telling me this now? Like, mm. why was this a discussion like right then and there? I was yeah. so shocked. And I was like, uh, what? And then, like, we kind of started talking, Dan and I, and my doula walked in. Mm-hmm. She drove, like, following us. Yeah. And then uh, Dan was, like, filling her in while I was having another surge of contraction or whatever you want to call it. And um, she basically would just, like, said to her, like, look at her. Yeah. She is, you know, ready to go, almost ready to push. Like, are you seriously not going to let her in the pool? 
And then I think she kind of just gave up and she was like, okay. And I was good because I already had like one leg in and I was pretty much getting in anyway. <laughs> um, which like really, what are they going to do if you jump in? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? <gasps> and um, so that was good, which like, yeah, I just – so crazy though that they had that that was like an issue yeah she was like oh that's right we did have a conversation about it she was like i need to check you You need to be at least five centimeters dilated before you can get into the pool because they have like time restrictions of Mm. like it's got to do with like infection and things like that yeah and i was just like well i don't want to know how far along i am yeah and she's like oh well i won't tell you and then i'm like but if i can't get in the tub i'm gonna know that i'm less than five centimeters and then that's just gonna like mess with my yeah it's gonna mess with my head because in my head I was like about to push a baby out Mm. and if she told me so you felt like you were really far along yes yeah yeah and then like could you imagine being like okay the baby's like here it's coming and Mm. then someone telling you you know oh you're only five yeah four centimeters you've got a long way to go you pretty much your mental game would just go yeah I had nothing but checks and that's exactly what it did to me but I mean you can go from six centimeters to 10 centimeters in the space of half an hour really exactly yeah and but not many people know that but I did know Mm. that from all my little lessons and everything with my doula so yeah cool yeah so I was glad that um I was allowed to get in the pool without being checked because that wasn't going to happen um and then yeah once I got in the pool it was nice it was it's not warm enough I wish they would let you make it warmer oh okay because it was warm but it was not like I don't know about you guys but I like really hot yeah um bars and showers Mm. so but you know rules and regulations you're not allowed it too hot Um, oh okay so I was kind of like yeah my muscles like you know I've read a lot of books and stuff and they said when they got in the warm water all their muscles felt really relaxed Mm. and I kind of got that but I was kind of like crank up the heat yeah (laughs) but obviously they weren't allowed so I was kind of I was in there for about an hour Mm -hmm. and I hadn't gotten like a real urge to push yet Um, but then when I did and I was pushing and I was having like the contractions, I could feel something and I had my midwife and my doula and my husband, there going, Oh my goodness. Like you're doing so good. Like you're doing so good. And I thought I was pushing out his head Mm. and I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so easy. Hypnobirthing (laughs) is like amazing. This is like not even painful wow and then they told me that it was my waters and that they hadn't broken and I was actually like birthing my waters first oh okay (laughs) so like they had partly broken um, right which is what I got the trickling but then yeah so I almost gave birth like Vance was almost like born in his waters but I sort of pushed my water bag out oh that would have been so cool yeah (laughs) and then because um she didn't know that obviously because she didn't check yeah another rules and regulations she wanted me to get out of the tub after an hour she said I couldn't stay in the tub yeah and I was gonna like argue and everything but I had this like affirmation pop in my head when she said it and it was kind of like I will take whatever like comes with my birthing experience Mm. like I will take on new challenges and like go with them and so in my head I was like okay I need it like I need to get out so I got out pretty quickly and I was like can I go to the shower and they said yeah 100% you can go to the shower Mm -hmm. so um my husband helped me out of my doula and we went to the shower and my doula suggested that I get on all fours 
and they grabbed the shower um, hose and they put hot water like on my back Mm. and I cannot tell you how good it felt it was so nice and it took my back pain away like instantly Mm. and then it was like on from there I felt like it was happening pushing and yeah it was like this is it the baby's coming like now and I think I pushed like once and I could feel it and Dan was like I could see his hair oh, and wow. it's brown and I just started <laughs> crying and I was so happy. Aww. And um, then I didn't get him out in that push, but I could feel his head like come out and then go wow. back in. And then I think I gave another huge push and then again I could feel it come out and it was almost out and then it would go back in. Oh, and it was like so strenuous and it like it took like – I was giving a really good push. And then the midwife uh, said to me, you know, if he doesn't come out in the next push, we're going to have to go upstairs. And I knew what that meant. It meant like cesarean cesarean for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So in my head I was like, that's not happening. And so I put like one leg up and I just remember when the next like contraction came, I pushed as hard hard as I could Mm. and just like screamed the house down because I felt like when I screamed like I could push more like it was giving me more power to get him out and then his head came out and then I was just like oh my goodness and I took like a break and I was like crying Mm. of joy because the head was out and like just Dan's reaction and everything was just like happy and then the next contraction, he just came out. Like the rest of his body just came out, and the midwife like passed him up through. And then I lay sort of back and put him on my chest. Oh, how amazing! And it was just so unreal, like mm. that feeling. Hey, it's mm. just like all the oxytocin just like kicks in, <sighs> and you don't feel any pain. You're just looking at your baby, and I remember that he like he just heard my voice straight away, and he licked his little head up and looked me straight in the eyes and I was just like oh my goodness oh my goodness and I was like talking to him like hello hello and then I turned to Dan and I said oh my goodness babe your mum would be so proud oh my gosh and then he's crying and just started talking to him as well and then he bobbed his little head around and was looking at Dan in the eyes it was just like amazing I didn't even know that they could have like such strong necks at the start yeah and oh it was just incredible and then kind of everyone just helped me up on my feet and um did you do delayed cord clamping yes delayed cord clamping and I wanted to have like a natural um third stage yeah so like um but as I was walking back um and I think this was normal like I looked at my doula and she was just like it's normal but I had like three steps and then like I had this huge gush of afterbirth where it was just like blood everywhere and (laughs) you just get but like it didn't hurt or anything it was just like and like there was just a lot of blood like Mm. and obviously I was surprised like I didn't I don't remember hearing about that happening and I think it's it it like surprised the midwives as well, or maybe it was a little bit more than oh, what okay. they used to, or something, because they were like, "Okay, sit down, lay down on the bed," and it was a bit of a like, "Oh, is it everything okay?" Mm. And like my husband said that he went from pure happiness to like 
oh my god my wife's gonna die because he looked at the midwife's face and the midwife was really like oh my goodness like scared like had this really scared concerned look on her face I was like all happy and in love and I just looked at it and I was like is that normal is that all right and she's like oh it's enough to make me worried lay down on the bed like she didn't check me she was just going to yeah I don't know. I don't know what she was going to do, but she was just like lie down on the bed. Maybe she did check me at that point. I don't know. I was looking at Vance just so in love and I wasn't really worried. And then they said, you know, are you going to have a physiological third stage? You need to push your placenta out because that's a little bit more blood than we're concerned that maybe it's split or something like that. Mm. So I was like, oh, my goodness, no more pushing, please. (laughs) But they brought this little stool over. And I just sat on it and I pushed a few times. It was. Did like, you it have any contractions for that? No, no, I didn't. And I didn't feel like pushing it. Like I feel oh, like okay. it could have stayed in there for a while and like, I, yeah, I could have got some contractions and it would have made it came out easier. Yeah. But it was like three pushes and it came out and it didn't really hurt that much. Um, and, yeah, I was kind of just like that rush of oxytocin and love. I was all just staring at my little baby and yeah and so stoked that it happened like naturally with no drugs or anything which is the way that I wanted so I was really happy with that and then yeah she checked in it was all good my placenta was fine and um we waited until a little bit to um cut the cord and everything awesome and yeah and then Dan cut the cord and my doula took my placenta away and we we lay down and breastfed and had skin to skin for about two hours. Wow, that's awesome. And he fed like a little bit. Like he fed like five minutes on one side, ten minutes on the other. I just I remember not really worrying about breastfeeding. I was like, yeah, he's fed. He's all good. <laughs> and then we were like really keen to get out of there. So I think we only stayed for like um, two hours. Did yeah. they want to do any checks on you afterwards, like for tearing or? They said, um, they did check me and, um, I had a little tear. Yeah. Um, and awesome. I didn't want to get stitches or anything. And they said it was a pretty clean tear. Um, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we don't, yeah, you can do it your way. And mm. I didn't really have any problems with it. Like, so yeah. That's yeah. so good. And how big was Vance when he came out? He was just over eight pounds. Oh, wow. Okay. So you had a pretty decent sized baby. He was a decent sized <laughs> baby. Yeah. He was so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like perfect. He is cute. Just everything that I thought it yeah. was going to, he was going to be like. Mm, that's beautiful. And did he take to breastfeeding okay? No. I didn't. No. No, I struggled with breastfeeding for about I mean the first 3 weeks were the hardest. Um and then it started to, I started to get the hang of hang of it around 6 and then by 8 I feel like I was like okay, I got this now. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, did you experience pain with him? Definitely. I felt like my back was going to break. Mm. And I think five days I ordered this belly band express online. And when it came, it was like, oh, my goodness. Mm. I would highly recommend getting a 
belly band like straight after you give birth put that thing on yeah it just helped I don't know about you but like I didn't even really want to touch my stomach yeah. after birth it just felt so foreign to me because everything had just expanded and was floppy and it felt very sensitive and you know mm-hmm. you're so your badge is so swollen and you can't <laughs> really like walk you, I was so exhausted after birth I remember walking from the bed to my toiletry bag and then to the shower which was like in the birthing room which is so everything was so close to each other and I stood in the shower and I was like (sighs) like trying to catch my breath I was so exhausted I'd never felt so exhausted in my life so yeah when I got the belly band and everything like after when we were home I think it came on day five my back was so sore from nursing because Vance would only feed in really awkward positions. So I had to like lean over, which is like not what they recommend. And like I had a lactation specialist out and everything, but she, even she couldn't get him to latch. Um, so yeah, the only way I could get him to feed is like literally me like hunching over and putting my like boob in his mouth and holding it a particular way. And I'd have to hold like my it was like almost like pinching and then like hunching over and then so my back and all my shoulders just got really out of place really quickly wow so it was nice when I finally got that belly band it just gave me some support that I really needed yeah and it sucks everything back in so quickly Mm. so I don't know I feel like you recover I think most hospitals do actually supply them oh really well I know that Martin Mothers did for me and it was definitely a game changer Uh, yeah. So do you feel like the prep that you did before labor and birth helped you have the experience that you ended up having? A hundred percent. I know it's not always the case with some Mm. people, like they do all the prep and they don't get the outcome. But for me, I do think that the prep was the reason why I had such a great, and like, I'm so healthy as well. Like I've been plant-based vegan or an organic for like four years prior to pregnancy. And then like, I think total vegan for like almost, um, well, no, six years, almost seven. Mm. So I felt like I, I really checked all my health and, you know, stayed on top of it throughout yeah, your pregnancy. Stayed, so it was like easy while I was pregnant to just continue eating healthy and, I just swapped up a few vitamins and yeah, yeah. So it was it was good. I did get into yoga though. Um, like I'd never been much of a stretcher, or I'm usually like I just work out and uh, do a quick stretch and then you know. But through pregnancy, I found it. You know, whenever I'd get sore hips or I get a sore back or sore muscles from just you know carrying all that extra weight. Um, prenatal yoga and that really helped like I would do a full I think I downloaded um Gaia I don't know if you've heard of that the app and they yes yeah yeah and it's like a spiritual Netflix sort of thing but I found this one um prenatal yoga it went for about 50 something minutes or, or an hour and it was so good it literally got every single muscle group and it was so gentle and I really liked the flow so I just did that literally like nearly every day or every other day um, and then I, I did it so much that I actually just memorized the flow. So I just kept doing it and over and over. Yeah. And that's the reason I think why I felt so good. And Oh, definitely. It's so important. Do you guys think with your next pregnancy, you will go back to the hospital or will you do something different with that birth? 
Yeah, I definitely, we are going to do things different. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to cut out the hospital altogether. Mm-hmm. And I really think that I, I probably won't have any scans uh, or maybe I'll have one. I'm just going to decide what I feel like in the moment. Um, we won't find out the sex. It won't be at a hospital, it'll be a home birth. Did you know the sex with Vance? Yes. Yes, okay. I hate surprises. Me too. But I also am really glad that I found out with him because I was like 100% certain it was a girl. I was like, I'm so in tune with my body. It's a girl. It's a girl. And then so when I found out, and I felt that way for five months. So I had imagined this little girl and what she would look like and what she would be like with Dan. And and so when we found out, I remember we found out on Valentine's Day and I'm so glad we left the restaurant and we went to Kangaroo Point and we opened it just by ourselves Yeah. because I was so shocked Oh no. and then like really quiet and then I to the point where I thought Dan was lying to me. I was like, give me that envelope. Oh, Let no. me see it. <laughs> and it said boy. And oh, I was no. just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I wasn't upset we were having a boy. I was Yeah, of course. Like, I kind of wanted a boy first. But I had imagined, it was like saying goodbye to that girl that I had imagined yeah, in my exactly. head. And Aww. so, like, we're driving home and Dan's like, are you all right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I started no. crying. <laughs> oh, you poor so thing. I had, like, a little bit of gender disappointment. But then, obviously, I got over it obviously, within, like, a yeah. couple of days. But I was just like, it was just like saying goodbye to this little girl I had imagined in my head. It was mm. weird. <laughs> and you don't want to find out for your second one? No, I'm not going to find out on the second one because I don't care. Because yeah, I'd okay. actually really love another boy um, mm. for a little, you know, a little brother for Vance to play with. I think that would be really beautiful. Yeah. But if I have a girl, then I have a girl and it'd be awesome. So because I don't care, I don't, mm. don't want to find out. Yeah, so. of course. So home birth, do you, would you do a water birth from home or you just want to birth at home? Um, yeah, well, I'd like to have like a big um, tub there and, um, you know, like lots of candles, lots of crystals yeah. and Would you get a music doula again? And I 100% want the same doula yeah. and so I think I will have her at um, our, our next birth and, well, yes. probably all of our births yeah. because – I just really trust her and sometimes it's so nice to have a woman's energy around Absolutely. as well. Um, and I know that sometimes like too you can, you know, a little bit of doubt slips in and even with Dan, like sometimes it's nice to have like someone there who's like just, you know, a solid, strong person who mm. knows, you know, and can stay calm and see things from a different perspective. Yeah, and, and keep you calm yeah. in different situations that arise kind of thing. Oh, yeah, can see things coming before you even know what's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I No, I would love to have her at my um, at my next birth, yeah. hopefully. Hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> it will definitely be soon. I'll make sure I share all of your duels information in the show notes for anyone in Brisbane that's going to be looking yeah, for she's one. She's great. Yeah, she's awesome. Well, that pretty much brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for coming on today, girlfriend, and sharing your story. I know there's so many mums out there that will benefit from hearing it. So thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be your first um, interview. I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> Lastly, I will share all of Katie's Instagram information in the show notes for anyone that's keen to follow along in her journey. 
I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and feel super inspired by Katie's birth story. It's also a really great reminder that it is completely possible for you to have a natural birth within a hospital environment. Just remember to do your research, prep your mind and body, and have a team around you that you completely trust. I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Positive Birth Australia.